Welcome, Raptors enthusiasts. This is the Raptors Abroad Podcast. Oh, yeah. Riggedy Raptors Abroad Podcast in the house. What is happening? This is your boy, Sam, coming to you from London, UK. And you're listening to the podcast where I break down every single Toronto Raptors basketball game. Normally, the day after they're played through the power of League Pass. In this case, I'm actually two days beyond that. My apologies, this game took place on October 23rd. I'm hitting you up on Monday, October 26th right now. Hey, what can I say? Had a bit of a weekend ahead of me. Wasn't able to get this recorded, but I did check out the game. Did take my notes. And you know what? I just rewatched a condensed version for y'all just so that my breakdown is on point. So I'm still doing it for y'all. I'm still putting in the work. Even for the preseason, y'all. Still stepping up my game here. So we're in game seven. And if you've been checking out all the Raptors Abroad podcast episodes this season, you know that I'm not a big fan of the preseason. There's just too many games. I mean, come on, man. Seven games? It's too many. Two, three, I could deal with. No need for seven. Unless you're trying to spread a little basketball love around the country, and that is precisely what the NBA and the Toronto Raptors have been doing this year with a little thing they like to call the Canada Series. So your Raptors have been playing all around the country, and this final game is in the lovely, fantastic, incredible city of Montreal, Quebec. Montreal, Quebec, for those of you who don't parle français, your T-Raps closing out the preseason against the Washington Wizards. Now, why is that significant? I know it's just the preseason. I just got through saying how it's not important. However, this is the final preseason game. So, guys want to get into regular season form now, as opposed to game one. So it makes it a little more interesting. And the other thing is the Wizards probably don't have to tell anyone listening to this podcast, but this is the team that swept us in the playoffs last year. You'll remember Paul Pierce said we didn't have it, and, well, hard to argue with him right now because we got swept in the first round. So even though it's preseason, both of these teams are going to be going pretty much at 100% here. They're going to be trying to win this ballgame. So without further ado, let's get into it. The scoring starts off with Chris Kardashian. Oh, excuse me. Chris Humphreys. Sorry, I know that's an old joke, but hey. Don't get to talk about Chris Humphreys too often, so I'm pulling it out. Sorry, bro. Former Toronto Raptor Chris Humphreys. Looks like he's been working on something in the offseason. He starts off the scoring by draining a silky smooth three ball. Made it look like he was just shooting a free throw. Bit of a surprise there, but hey. Props to Chris Humphreys. And you know what? I I shouldn't be giving him any grief. I'm actually a fan of the guy. I mean, dude does work hard. He is very athletic. And you know what? No one should cry for him. Dude, as handsome as can be. Stacked. Loaded. Played 12 years in the NBA. I'm not crying for Chris Humphreys. 8.45 mark. The Polish Hammer. Marching Gortat. Getting into the lane. Takes a hit from JV. Able to finish with the and one layup. Big man battle a Bruin. He drains the free throw. 15 seconds later, the Raptors feed Jonas on the left block. He goes to work. Little spin move and a nice short jumper with Gortat's hand right in his face. 
Nice concentration there, Jonas. And you know, by the way, I was just thinking, dude needs a better nickname. I mean, Jonas doesn't have any nicknames as far as I'm aware of, I just call him JV. Meanwhile, his counterpart, Gortat, has got the Polish hammer. So come on, Lithuania, come up with something. I don't know anything about Lithuania, so hook me up. Let's get a good nickname for JV, he deserves one. 718 mark, another Chris Humphreys sighting from Beyond the Arc. That's right, he steps up, drains another three ball like butter. Dude has been getting his shots in in the offseason. That gave the Wizards a seven point lead, 13-6. 6.36 mark, Kyle Lowry. Y'all remember Kyle, right? Mr. 40 points in a preseason Kyle Lowry? That's right, he's ready to go. And he shows off the skills, embarrassing Mr. Humphreys a little bit here. Kyle in the paint, drops a bounce pass between Humphreys' legs. And there was a lineup for this one. Damari Carroll could have grabbed it, but JV decided he was going to snatch that one in, go in for the layup. Unfortunately for the Raptors, that started a bit of a trend where they started to celebrate their own little play and not hustle back. But you know who did hustle to the other end? Former number one overall pick, John Wall, one of my favorite players in the league. Dude is so fast. And just three seconds later, he is laying it in on the other end. So impressive. Very next play, Toronto Raptors go inside to Luis Scola. He goes to his old man YMCA moves. Silky smooth, off the glass, and in with a little hook shot. And again, Raptors celebrate. They get beat down the floor, and the Wizards, another easy score. They're up 5, 17, 12. Five minutes to go in the quarter. The boss, T. Ross, checks in. And about five seconds after checking in, he finds himself open from beyond the arc. Catch and shoot three ball. That's what I like to see, Terrence. Dude's been working hard on the D this year. But let's not forget about that O, Terrence. We need that too. 356 mark. A guy I love to talk about. I can't believe I'm still talking about him. Drew Gooden, the nephew of one of my favorite athletes of all time, Dwight Doc Gooden, the youngest Cy Young Award winner in Major League Baseball history, pitched for a little team known as the New York Mets. You might have heard of them. Stepped up to the World Series, but I don't really want to talk about baseball right now. Bit of a sore spot. So back to the ball game. Drew Gooden. Y'all rem remember him from last season in the playoffs when he stepped up and buried a bunch of clutch three balls for the Wizards to help them sweep the T-Raps. And I've been a fan of this guy since since his Kansas days, since his Cleveland days, since he was with the Bucks. I like Drew Gooden, but I do not remember him dialing it in from deep. But that's what he did against the Raps in the playoffs, and he picked up right where he left off. Steps into this ball game, and just like T-Raps, about five seconds after getting in, buries one from deep. 23-15, Wizards. 318 mark. Wizards about to pull away. They've got a two-on-one break. John Wall and Bradley Beal. Kyle Lowry, the only man back. Guess what, folks? Lowry climbs the ladder, gets up, breaks up the alley-oop play, then hustles down the other way, drives, draws himself a pair of free throws, which he drains. Beautiful work by the point guard. That's a big swing right there. And... We needed it, folks, because the Wizards had a seven-point lead after one, 28-21. Second quarter. Going to start at the 9-22 mark, and I'm going to talk about someone 
who I'm going to talk about a lot in this podcast, DeMar DeRozan. Dude has been snoozing in this preseason. And he was showing me, I, I don't think he was bringing full effort the first few games. I think he was using the preseason as it's meant to. And in this game, I think he decided to give me a few minutes of what I'm hoping is going to be regular play for DeMar DeRozan in this regular season in 2015-2016. So 9-22 mark. On the left wing, uses Bismack Biombo as a screen and then just flies through three Washington Wizards like they are pylons. He gets all the way to the rim, crams it back, and just attacks the rack. Huge stuff from DeMar DeRozan, making it look easy, reminding us all why he's improved his statistics every single year, why he was an all-star two seasons ago, why the Toronto Raptors have made him the cornerstone of the franchise, and make no mistake, he is still the cornerstone of this franchise. DeMar DeRozan is the face of this team, and I love seeing that length and athleticism and just showing off a throwdown like that got me so fired up and that's not the only DeMar highlight of this game that was the first out of your seat play and with that folks the Raptors only down 330 27 7.55 mark less exciting from a crowd pleasing point of view but from my point of view also thrilling Jonas Valanciunas from 17 feet draining the said shot. That, folks, is going to be a huge shot. I thought by now Jonas would have the 12 to 17 footer down. He would have picked a spot and that would have been his money ball. Hasn't come yet, but every time he drains one from outside the paint, man, it gets me a little bit excited. Like he's going to get there. Three and a half minutes later, 424 mark, Luis Scola just doing what he does. And what he does is some crafty veteran play. Just sneaks in for a sweet offensive rebound. Couple of pump fakes, able to get it up and in for the layup. So skilled. And that's that's the type of stuff you just, it's hard to teach. You know, you can teach it, but it's hard to teach. It's just that poise, that presence of mind to pull out those moves in traffic. Skills. 303 mark, JV. Little bit of defense, using the long arms, causes a deflection. That winds up in Kyle Lowry's hands. He gets a fast break layup, and that was significant, folks, because it gave the Raptors their very first lead of the ball game. But guess what, folks? You know what I'm about to say, right? Yeah. They celebrate, and John Wall flies back the other way. The Raptors turn around in time to see him laying it in, plus the foul. Of course, he steps up, drains the free throw, and the Wizards back on top by two, 42-40. 2.38 to go. Funny play here. DeMar DeRozan driving through the paint. Loses the handle. Right, ball goes behind him. And in his running motion, as he's running by the ball, the back of his left calf hits the ball and he winds up kicking it right to Luis Gola, who's about 18, 19 feet out. He just catches and shoots a little set shot, drains it. And the reason I think it's significant is it was ruled unintentional, which is fine. I mean, it was the back of his calf, right? But... I gotta be honest, I think it was intentional. I think DeMar is that good of an athlete and that quick of a reaction that he knew where the ball was and he gave a little bit of extra extension with that left leg to get that ball up to Luis. So DeMar giving you an assist on the play. How about that? 135 mark. Marchin Gore Tot gives the Wizards something to cheer about. 
Now, I'm going to start off by saying this was not Jonas's fault. Okay, Raptors with a turnover after a defensive rebound. Gortat picks up a loose ball. Jonas happens to be under the basket. To his credit, he challenges. But Gortat throws it down with the left hand, earning his nickname the Polish Hammer. And, you know, it just got me thinking. I mean, imagine the mindset, right? I don't know, whoever you are as a listener, if you've ever played basketball, just just think about this for a second. Imagine you get yourself a loose ball. You're a few feet away from the basket. And the only thing between you and an easy basket is a seven-foot-one Lithuanian who's doing everything he can to stop you from getting that ball in the basket. So you think, oh, no problem. I'll just go to the left hand and hammer it down. Not go off high glass, not try a hook shot, not fade away, not dive to the ground like I probably would do and just flip it over my shoulder, pray for some backboard. No, left-handed hammer dunk. These guys are playing a different ball game. But don't feel bad for JV. I'll tell you why. 15 seconds later, he gets a little bit of payback. 120 mark. DeMar DeRozan. Little spin move in the paint. Sucks in the defense, including the aforementioned Polish hammer. Marching Gortat, he steps away from Jonas, and DeMar recognizes, throws a little scoop pass down low. JV waiting for it with two hands, and he goes up and hammers it down. A little bit of payback for you. And your T-Raps, folks, up by one after two quarters. 46-45. Oh boy, I'm looking forward to calling this quarter because I'm going to talk a lot about the Raptors' biggest signing of this offseason. Of course, I'm talking about Damari Carroll. So let's get into it. 11.30 mark, just 30 seconds in. Carroll on the defense, blocking Marching Gortat, who was going in for a two-handed dunk. Granted, he got him on the way up. It's not like he was just at the rim about to finish, but a big block taking away a guaranteed two. One minute later at the 10.30 mark, Carroll, driving through the paint, takes a bump from Bradley Beal, able to get control in the air, hit a a floater from about eight feet out for the and-one bucket. Unfortunately, missed the free throw, but Damari, I'm still giving you the props. It was a beautiful shot. 48-47, Raptors. One minute later, Gortat, this time not to be denied, able to get all the way to the rim on a beautiful backdoor cut and throws it down. And I just got to thinking, you know, I was just talking about how he gets these lefty throwdowns. How fun must it be to be marching Gortat? Because you know every ball game you're getting at least one of those wide open two-handers. He moves so well without the ball. I would love to have a center play like he does. I mean, just... He, he moves like a like a power forward, but he still gets in there and bangs it up. But he still makes those cuts, kind of like Mozgov has been doing. I don't know if Jonas has the footwork to stay with these guys. I'm thinking he does, but not seeing it out of him lately. Something to think about, Jonas. Eh? Maybe watch a little tape, steal a couple of moves, and won't be mad at you. So after the Gortat dunk, Kyle Lowry... Striking from deep, he answers from the left wing off of a beautiful feed from DeMar DeRozan, who's just making a habit of finding teammates. DeMar was a bit trapped underneath the basket, and he kept his head up, spotted Kyle on the right wing, hit him with a beautiful pass, and he raised up and buried it. However, Chris Humphreys comes right back and answers that with a short J, and the score is tied at 51. 8.43 mark, Kyle Lowry again. From the right wing, 
drains yet another one. Wizards go to Chris Humphreys again looking for the answer. This time, he doesn't have one. Bricks one from deep. DeMar DeRozan goes the other way, takes it to the hole, and then at the last second, little weave move, kind of like the Harlem Globetrotters, gives it off to Damari Carroll. He finishes with a little push shot in the paint. Like seeing DeMar team up with DeMare there. Next Raptor possession, DeRozan. Such a beautiful move here. Decides to do it himself. I'll tell you, it was like he was by himself on the floor. I don't even know who's defending him. It doesn't even matter. It's about 10 feet out, left baseline. Just goes into automatic mode. Little spin around, fade away. Money. Looking like a true vet out there, Damar. A couple of possessions later, Damare Carroll doing what we brought him in for. One of the reasons we brought him in is that he shot about 40% from three-point last year with the Atlanta Hawks. So he steps up and drains one for your T-Raps. Showing us he doesn't he doesn't need a whole team of all-stars. This is one of the things, one of the knocks on Damari Carroll. People were saying that, oh yeah, he was getting wide open shots because of Kyle Korver and Jeff Teague and Millsap and all those other great players, which is partially true. But they were also getting wide open shots because of him. Damari Carroll can ball. That's why he got $60 million from your T-Raps. So he drains a three. 23 seconds later, Jonas Valanciunas is spinning in the paint. Little push shot. Two points for him. Ensuing Raptor possession, DeMar DeRozan. Again, finding his favorite, new favorite target, Damari Carroll. 4-3. Carroll fakes a three. Dumps it back down low to Bismack Biombo. Bismack gets up and throws it down for two. Yet T-Raps, folks, are up 11. That's a 15-4 run. Ugh. 3.30 mark. So it's a couple of minutes after that run, and the Wizards actually cut the lead down to six. Brought it to a two-possession ball game. That's when we called on the hot hand, Damare Carroll. Strikes again from deep with the catch and shoot. Very next possession, gorgeous backdoor cut by Damare Carroll. Kyle Lowry this time finding him. Gortat with a good challenge too, and Carroll able to finish with the layup over him. Doing it inside, doing it outside. I am liking this pickup. And your T-Raps, folks, with an 11-point lead after three. 75 64. Fourth quarter. Painful first five minutes of this quarter. Really painful. It was just boring. Up until a pretty nice give and go. Corey Joseph and Bismack Biombo. Joseph getting the layup. But five minutes in, both teams had just scored two points each. So that you get the Joseph layup. And then one of my favorite players, actually, Jared Dudley. Y'all remember him? He got his start playing with the Phoenix Suns and none other than Steve Nash, who just like Damari Carroll, people were saying just because he's with Steve Nash, the only reason this guy's hitting any shots at all. But proved a lot of people wrong. Dude can play. You look at him and he's... When you put him next to other NBA players, he doesn't look physically intimidating, but dude is smart, and the dude's got some touch. He can shoot. And he showed us just that by burying one from deep five minutes into this fourth quarter, and your T-Raps were up 8, 77, 69. So the Raptors go to Anthony Bennett, AB, not getting a lot of minutes in this ballgame. He steps in, tries to answer from just off straight away. Big time brick, AB. Catch and backboard before rim on a three-point attempt from straight away. That's rough, dude. You got to be pretty strong to do that. So give you props for being strong, but man, 
A little bit more touch there, homie. To compound it, Josh Harrelson comes back the other way, and he did have the touch. Drains a three ball, and suddenly it's a five-point ball game, 77-72. Raptors first-round pick DeLon Wright also in the ball game, and he shows me a nice little move in his arsenal. Didn't know he had this. Sort of a Euro step. Didn't really move that much, but kind of a, a slow-motion triple jump through traffic, and along the way takes a shot. So draws a foul, and then gets all the way to the rim for the pretty easy and one layup. Nice work by DeLon Wright, coming at a big moment. And they gave the Raptors an 8-point lead, 80-72, with 5.5 minutes to go. About 20 seconds later, tough play here, loose ball. Looks like Terrence Ross is going to easily scoop it up. He kind of relaxes on the play, gets out-hustled on it. The Wizards scoop it up, and they get it to a young guy named Kelly Oubre Jr., and he finishes with the layup. Never seen this guy before, but he did impress me. More on Oubre Jr. in a moment. So with that layup, it's 80-75 Raptors. 4-30 mark, Corey Joseph on the drive. Kicks it to Anthony Bennett. A-B in the right corner, about to shoot a three. But the quick extra pass to DeLon Wright. Who's a little bit more open than him on the right wing. Couple of steps beyond three, by the way. Showing a little range. And DeLon is good from deep. Another big bucket from the first round draft pick out of Utah. That's what I'm talking about. That made the score 83-75 Raptors. Kelly Oubre Jr. though striking again able to answer that with a driving layup and then on defense picks Terrence Ross's pocket adding to his struggles in the quarter setting up Jared Dudley for the fast break throwdown. And suddenly, folks, your Raptors are just up four. 83-79 with three minutes and 50 seconds to go. 307, Anthony Bennett finding himself wide open again from straight away. 4-3. Air ball. Ouch. What is going on, AB? I've been enjoying watching the stroke, but catching backboard and then catching air on back-to-back -back three ball attempts, that hurts. And again, to compound it, Josh Harrelson comes back, hits a running hook, and again, your Raptors up for 85-81. One minute and one second later at the 2.06 mark, Bismack Biombo gets hacked, goes to the free throw line, and I'm happy to report that Bismack drains both of his free throws. Enjoying seeing the possibilities with Bismack Biombo in this preseason. If he starts draining those free throws... Telling you, this dude's going to be a problem for a lot of teams. 56.7 seconds to go. T. Ross getting a little bit of redemption. He puts this ball game away by draining a catch and shoot three ball from the left wing. Puts the Raptors up nine. 90 81. So that's your ball game, but I got one more highlight for you because it made me very happy. 24 seconds to go. Anthony Bennett catches a ball outside the three point line. Again, looks like he's going to jack one up. He's already bricked a couple. Instead, goes to the pump fake, takes one dribble in, and then puts up a silky smooth jump shot from about 19, 20 feet out. Nothing but the bottom of the net for AB. That's how you close out a ball game. And yet T-Raps win this one by 10, 92-82. Let's hit the box score. Start off with the Washington Wizards. Game ball. Could be split between a couple of guys. I like to give it to Chris Humphreys. Just because I still feel bad for the guy. I feel bad for Kim Ditchin. I know he was in love. I know it's a few years old story, but poor guy. He seems so hurt. 
So Chris Humphreys, you're getting the game ball with 10 points and a solid 14 rebounds, 27 minutes of play. Coming in with the second star for the Wizards, though, was Marching Gortat, 6 of 10. 10 rebounds for him, 16 points. Impressive game from the Polish Hammer. And that's about it from your Wiz. I ain't talking about anyone else. On to your Raptors. And aside from Luis Scola, who had nine, every starter was in double figures. That looks nice. And we had one guy off the bench in Corey Joseph picking up 10 points. So five different players in double figures. Nice for a preseason ball game. Damari Carroll, you're getting the game ball from me. Six of 12 from the field. Leading the team in scoring with 16 points. Also a steal, pair of assists, three rebounds. Solid all-around game. We'll take that from him every single night and be thrilled. JV, although he looked like Gortat was getting the better of him, Gortat did have a good ball game, but to Jonas's credit, Gortat wasn't stopping JV either. JV with 12 points, 5 of 8 shooting, 7 rebounds for him, 21 minutes of play. Kyle and DeMar, they did not shoot it that well, but they both still played quite well. They were combined 8 of 27, but DeMar with 4 really nice assists, one of them I believe that he didn't get off the back of the leg that I mentioned, so I'm going to give him five. And Lowry with six solid dimes. And also eight rebounds for Kyle. So nice work from the Raptor backcourt. And final shout-out to Bismack Biombo. 27 minutes, 13 boards. Only two of seven from the field, but a solid two of two from the free throw line as well. And I'm happy to say, folks, that that is it for the preseason. So the next time you hear this Raptors Abroad podcast... The 2015-2016 regular season will have begun. And your T-Raps are kicking it off on Wednesday, October 28th, taking on the Indiana Pacers. And I don't need to tell you, your boy Sam is fired up. He's going to be representing hard on that one. I might even stay up and catch that one live. We'll see how I'm feeling. All right, again, apologies for coming out late. Again, this is the preseason. Regular season kicks off. I'll be back on form. This is your boy Sam. Big love from London. Represent. And I'm out. And I'm out. And I'm out.